Welcome back to Left of Normal, where everything that isn't right is left, and everything that is left is right. I'm your host, Scott Seary. This podcast's popularity has skyrocketed recently, like through the roof, to the tune of literally a dozen people, uh, plus or minus about ten, tune in every single week. Okay, but it is enough that some who are joining us now haven't heard the origin story of Left of Normal. And I'm sure that there is more than one or two out there who wonders what Left of Normal is all about. Why is it called thusly? What is the point, thisly? And how does it affect everyone's lives, themsly? Left of Normal is based on where I identify myself on the autism spectrum. But the spectrum that I envision is not what people really think about autism spectrum disorder, or ASD. Most people see the spectrum as autistic to normal. The far left-hand side of the spectrum is nonverbal and quote-unquote very autistic, for a lack of better descriptor. On the right-hand side is normal, or as the normies like to call themselves, neurotypical. I say that this traditional way of thinking has it almost correct. Instead, the spectrum doesn't have autistic on the left and normies on the right, but instead it's autistic on the left, normies in the middle, and then some undefined neurodivergent personality on the right. The closest I've heard of anyone talking about right of normal is the idea of someone with very heavy narcissistic or exhibitionist traits. So the title, Left of Normal, is all about where I feel that I lie on that spectrum. I'm close enough to normal that I can blend in most of the time, but far enough left that I have to make an effort to blend in, and it doesn't just come naturally to me like it does for the normies out there. So without simply just repeating all of the podcasts that I've gone through up until this point, here are a few of the highlights on what those difficulties include. First of all, eye contact. Eye contact is mentioned quite often, especially when talking about autism and Asperger's and the left of normal personality traits. It's because it's one of the biggest traits of the left of normal personality, almost no matter where you fall on that spectrum. Eye contact for me is super weird. And looking at the floor or maybe looking elsewhere doesn't mean I'm not listening. It actually, it usually means that I'm listening more intently because I'm not distracted by that gaze. Uh, expressions and idioms. I can usually pick up on most of these, but especially growing up, especially when I was younger, I took things a lot more literally. 
if you came to me and said, it's raining cats and dogs, I would look outside and I'd say, no, it's just water. Sympathy. It's not that I don't feel sympathy or empathy. It's more of I don't know what to do with it or how to express that they're there, I understand what you're feeling. So if you came to me crying about how your dog died, I'm more likely to tell you statistics on how many dogs die every year, so really your grief is a little unfounded. Finally, uh, in, in this short little list here, this left of normal is not the same as being an introvert. Growing up, adults would always tell me that I need to stop being so shy. But shyness is not introvertedness, and introvertedness is not the same as being left of normal. And so, using the transitive property of mathematics, we can conclude that shyness is not the same as being left of normal. Growing up, adults used to also love to tell me that I need to come out of my shell and to open up and various other forms of how I was doing it wrong. Um, I still haven't figured this one out, but apparently there's an unwritten rule somewhere that people have to meet a minimum amount of socialness, sociability, sociability. They have to hit this like arbitrary number somewhere. And when they aren't interactive enough, and if they aren't laughing enough, or when they maintain a protective shell because they've been laughed at so often for saying the wrong thing at the wrong time, well, those people are weirdos and they need to change all of who they are so they can meet these arbitrary and quite frankly, obnoxious expectations. And of course, when I was growing up, ASD, Autism Spectrum Disorder, Asperger's, and overall just being left of normal was very misunderstood. And so maybe that's changed a bit today, but if you're an adult and there's a child that is shy or introverted or left of normal, and you tell them they need to open up and come out of their shell, all you're doing is telling them you're doing it wrong. And so when I heard that frequently growing up, it instilled inside of me that there's something wrong with the way I act and the way I think, and that somehow my personality needed changed because it wasn't appropriate in society. And so over the years, that's what I sought to do. I tried to change who I was because I was told constantly I was doing it wrong. And a whole lot of the left of normal community tries to do this. We mimic and we mask and we overall cover up who we are because who we are is not who society wants us to be. We put on a performance every day in order to get by.
And so if you're left of normal, remember it's not a problem with you. It's a problem with society expecting something from you that you are not. Because being left of normal is not something a person will ever outgrow. And it's not something we can take me medication for in order to quote unquote heal it. It's not a mental disorder, despite the name, nor a mental illness, because there's no chemical imbalance in our brains. And there, people that are left of normal may have other mental illnesses. People that are on the spectrum may have mental illnesses. They can coincide. I'm not saying there is no abnormalities there, but left of normalness is not an imbalance of the brain. Those who are autistic have parts of their brains that are overdeveloped and parts that are underdeveloped. It's not a misfiring of the mind. It's literally a different shape of the mind. And so because mental things are harder to envision than physical things, here's the best scenario, the best analogy that I could come up with. Suppose I was born with my left arm and hand and everything just absolutely normal, being perfectly symmetrical to the rest of the body, pr proportional, but the right arm was roughly half the size of a normal arm. Exactly the same, just shrunken, half the size. Would you ever think to come up to me and anywhere from you know childhood on to adulthood and say, hey, don't worry, your arm will grow bigger and it'll be fully developed when you're older. Or maybe you come up and say, have you considered taking supplements or vitamins or maybe prescription drugs to help your arm get bigger? I know of some great essential oils. Or maybe you'd come up and say, well, everyone has a little bit of a shrunken arm. It's just who we are. Or perhaps you might say, why don't you just do everything that a person with two normal sized arms does? It's not that big of a deal. Now imagine going up to someone with a small arm and laughing at them because they weren't able to throw a baseball or climb a ladder or drive a car. Because physically a part of their body didn't form the way other people's parts of bodies did. Now this analogy is not entirely perfect because when you look at autism spectrum disorder, we are immediately drawn to the word disorder. As in, there's something wrong and it needs fixed. I hate the terminology because I don't believe it's a disorder. I, believe, I think of it as a personality trait, a method of thinking. The same way that we don't say someone is wrong because of the color of their skin, we shouldn't say someone is wrong because of the shape of their brain. So what is left of normal? It's a different way of viewing the world. It's a person that is usually more analytical and logical to their approach on most things. And because of this, social situations can be a little more difficult, but they're not impossible. Left of normal doesn't have anything to do with how much time we spend in group settings versus alone. It has nothing to do with whether we recharge our batteries by taking a break from people or if we recharge them by getting together with people. It's not about being shy versus outgoing. Now, when things like 
being an introvert versus an extrovert come into play, then things get a whole lot more jumbled up. And that's something I talked about back in episode two, and we don't have time to get into that one today. So just scroll on back there to see how the spectrum turns into quadrants with that wrench put in place. For now, you've had a peek into the world where everything that is left, everything left is right, and if it feels right, then it must be left. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Please join the Facebook community and invite your friends. Remember that a left of normal can never stop being left of normal. We just put on a performance that mimics what people expect of us. And of course, share this with your friends, whether they are left, normies, or right.